everybody, and welcome to a brand new Power Half Hour on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahochko, and the co-host on the West Coast, he is at Chad Smart. Hello, Chad. It's a new week. How are things in sunny Southern California? Oh, you know, Greg, it's like we're, uh, I'm living in a Groundhog Day time loop, and with this COVID situation, we're looking to lock down again, so... If I enjoyed the last three months, I get to live them all over again. Cannot wait. I wish this was exciting as the new uh, uh, not Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg movie, Palm Desert, Palm, Palm Springs. Palm Springs, That's yeah. the location. Yes. Um, which actually was a fine movie. and uh, Maybe we should review it at some point, but probably won't. But, yes, that's how I'm living is we're going back into lockdown and I get to continue working from home. So, yay. Well, and I, Disneyland's still not open. I started watching a movie last night. I'm going to finish it either tonight or, or uh, you know, by the end of the week. And it's available for free with your Amazon Prime video subscription. And it's called Knives Out. Have you seen Knives Out, Chad? Uh, it's a great movie by the guy who destroyed the Star Wars franchise. Yes. It's a great uh, uh, comeback <laughs> film, if you will. Um, yes. No, Knives Out, really enjoyed. Ryan, Ryan um, I can't think of his name. Johnson. Ryan Johnson is a great filmmaker. If you haven't seen Looper or Brick, check those out. But uh, he just made a terrible Star Wars movie. And if you want any more of that, you can go into my archives at Positive Cynicism and uh, check out my hatred of Last Jedi. Well, it is, I, I suppose, on topic for this week that uh, I bring up Knives Out because we are joined by a guest. He is the host of the most consecutive, 295 consecutive weeks of dropping a podcast here on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. That is my one, two, three cents, the podcast. He is the founder or co-founder, I suppose, with yourself, Chad, of my123cents.com. He is pro wrestling fan. He is a former Newsman turned marketing guru. He is Revkev, Kevin Huntsberger. Hello, sir. Hello. Am I the first guest on the Power Half Hour? I don't know. I've got a bad memory. Yeah, I believe so. And uh, depending on how this goes, you could be the last, too. So That's my goal. (laughs) So, uh, as I mentioned, Knives Out being sort of the, I don't want to call it the inspiration, but... uh, uh, there is death in the movie Knives Out. It's sort of the uh, theme of, of the movie. So a uh, good old-fashioned whodunit. And this week on the Power Half Hour, we are talking about celebrity deaths. And this comes on the heels. I, Chad, you floated this topic out to me, you know, just uh, the night before. And I said, you know, celebrity deaths, they don't affect me. You know, as they would affect some, like there are still people who, you know, roll a tear when if you mention Elvis, you know. Uh, so it, I was like, eh, I don't know. I mean, the, you're talking about the guy who wrongfully claimed that uh, Jerry Bruckheimer died, you know. So it, <laughs> I, I obviously take this really seriously, and I'm not trying to joke, but I'm trying to, you know, it's 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 not high priority for me, and it, it and it's still not. I mean, there's a, there are you know. People in, in my circle who, you know, sick or, you know, grandparents. I had, this is a little known fact, I lost two grandparents, you know, 
but my, my mom's uh, parents within the span of four days, you know, um, back in 2017. So, it, you know, look, death is, you know, it, it, as they say in a Conrad Thompson land, uh, and Kevin, you're very familiar with this, death is undefeated, right? I mean, you know, no, you can yep. kick out so many times, but uh, uh, talk about unbeatable streaks. I think there, there's only one. This is, this is, this is, what is the disclaimer? Uh, views expressed by Greg Mahochko are those solely of Greg Mahochko and not necessarily the Power Half Hour uh, Jittery Monkey Podcast Network or any of its subsidiaries. In my book, there's only one guy who kicked out, but that's a long, you know, that's a different story, different podcast. Um, and then, and I still didn't know, honestly, you know, I, as, as we talked before we started rolling the sound, Kevin didn't know what the topic was. And Chad, we had discussed a couple of topics, but until I said, you know, let, let's go. And you heard it, me talk about it. We, we didn't, nothing was nailed down. Then I saw the news early this morning that, uh, one of, one person who I admire, you know, fr- from the celebrity aspect who had a long TV career in a couple of, uh, uh, various shows and used, I mean, look, you get on TV, Kevin, you know this as well as anybody since you've been on TV, you get on TV. Because you either have beauty or brains, is that right? <laughs> sure. I don't think I had either, but yes. Yeah, I thought it was ego. In the entertainment world, yes. There, there would be some Kevin who said you have both. And Aww. and you know, shout out to your mom for listening to the podcast this week. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, you know, there's there's that celebrity culture, you know, that is you know. When, if you are on TV, you have, you know, some type of uh, following behind you. And in the name I'm, I'm mentioning here might not resonate with a lot of people, but I also suspect that with the three of us and, and you know, maybe the listeners of the Power Half Hour, the name of Grant Imahara might ring a bell. If you are saying, why does that name sound familiar? I can't put a face to it. He was one of the quote-unquote build team on Mythbusters on a discovery for a number of years. And he died, uh, I guess late last night, something like that at the age of 49, uh, which is, you know, 11 years older than me. It is correct me if I'm wrong, Chad, uh, five years older than you. I wish it's three years older than me and 10 years younger than Kevin. That's what I was going to say too. Yeah. (laughs) So, Um, yeah, I, I believe it was a brain aneurysm. I mean, it was definitely some sudden unexpected, uh, you know, obviously with everything going on in the, in the world right now, as far as pandemics, we've seen, you know, uh, a lot of recognizable names, uh, you know, succumb to illness since March. And, and, uh, you know, even if it's not COVID related, you know, Kenny Rogers was, was a big one. Uh, but anyway, this episode and, you know, I apologize because we're several minutes in and I've been the only one talking. Um, but this episode was going to be kind of that celebrity death culture. You know, if there are any celebrity deaths that really stick out in your mind. And that's why I wanted to bring Kevin on because as you both know, you know, being in, we're all wrestling fans to varying degrees. And I, I would probably admit that I'm lowest, uh, you know, as far as my fandom, and uh, uh, Kevin, you're probably the highest. I hope that's safe to say. Without you know, uh, it's pretty close. I think with right. Chad and I, yeah. Um, but there has been a rash of, 
you know, deaths, especially at an early age in professional wrestling. So that's, and some of those have resonated uh, with you, Kevin. And I know you've talked about, you know, numerous ones, too many, because it's unfortunate, the circumstances, but on my one, two, three cents, the podcast, uh, one of the ones that I wanted to talk about first, because I think you've mentioned it numerous times and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you were fortunate enough. I think you both may have been, to be at the WrestleMania and the Monday Night Raw following where it was like the last public appearance of the Ultimate Warrior. That is correct, yes. As far as, you know, I don't want you to, you know, rank, you know, the the deaths or anything like that. That seems like it's morbid. Um, It feels weird, honestly, having this conversation uh, in totality, but where... Because the warrior, you know, as he changed his name legally to, was a big part of all of our youths, you know, going back to uh, the mid and late 80s and early 90s. Is that one that holds, you know, do you mourn one over another? I mean, do you mourn one more than another? I wouldn't say that I mourned more than any other, but I will say it came completely out of left field because Saturday night we had watched him get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Sunday we saw him walk out at WrestleMania. Monday night he came out and uh, cut that amazing promo at Monday Night Raw. Tuesday morning Chad and I get up and, and drive back to Southern Illinois from New Orleans, and I wake up Tuesday night slash into Wednesday morning to go to work, and I had a text message from Burt Prentice, who was involved in, in the world of professional wrestling, and said the Ultimate Warrior is dead. And the the way I guess I read the news and saw it, it, it you know, knocked the wind out of me, and I and I was stunned to see it because that was the first inclination that I had of it. But uh, it, it was definitely a shocker for me. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Kevin here. It's and and kind of. Going off of what your um, introduction was, Craig, I, I'm with you that celebrity deaths don't really affect me much other than the shock factor. So like Ultimate Warrior, like Kobe Bryant earlier this year, it, it, it's the shock. You know, if you don't know that they're sick, kind of, you know, as we record this, I think it was two days ago, Kelly Preston passed away from breast cancer. Had no idea that she was even sick. Right. And so it, it's it's that shock factor that that really gets to you. But. You know, I remember, um, and it, uh, we'll say real quick, it's funny you mentioned Elvis in the intro because one of the deaths, and I don't know if you can consider it a celebrity death, but his grandson um, passed away a few days ago, Lisa Marie's son, um, who, one, I didn't even know existed to begin with. So that's a uh, double shock, one, that he's alive, two, that he's not. And, you know, I remember when Michael Jackson died, I was working as a PA um, and I'd just come back from a run and one of our producers was sitting outside on the patio area at the building we were located. And she's like, Michael Jackson died. And I kind of paused and went, huh? Okay. And then went on about my life. Like, I mean, it was shocking that Michael Jackson died, but it doesn't affect my life. And so I think, you know, as a fan and, and I guess, you know, I haven't had any major death of fandom or any person that I'm a, huge fan of pass away um, 
so I don't know how how that would affect me if I was more of a fan. But so so my long winded answer is yes. The shocking when it's a shocking death that you're not prepared for, that's more devastating than actually losing a celebrity that you admire. As we mentioned, I mean, there there have been numerous, and you know, it, it becomes cliche. You know, far too many to name, and and I, I'm not here to criticize the way anybody mourns. You know, and and if if you are, you know, a, a big enough, you know, fan of of this person's body of work that you know you, like, I respect people's you know contributions to be it. Mm-hmm you know, film or music or television or the arts, you know, or, uh, you know, news, you know. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to kick myself in the teeth for this. Uh, longtime sports center, uh, Stuart Scott. My, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say that's right. I'm probably not. Um, yeah. Stuart Scott. Whew. All right. Slight. Uh, you know, had, had cancer, uh, passed in 2015, but for a long time was a very recognizable, uh, and very even tempered, very, uh, trusting, uh, name, face, and voice on, on Sports Center. And, and, uh, you know, he passed away at the age of 50, you know, five years ago. So it's, uh, again, battling illness that he, he was, very open and, and public about, but then you hear, you know, like the Whitney Houston's and, and the circumstances around her death. And, and I think maybe Chad, kind of what you said, as far as the shock factor, uh, cause you don't always know what a lot of these celebrities are. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, put any, you know, bury anybody, no, no, you know, no pun intended, obviously, but you don't always know what, what they're into. And so sometimes if it's something tragic or, you know, uh, in an overdose case or something like that, it can be very jarring. Yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll kind of kick this over to Kevin, but I'll mention when we're talking shocking deaths, uh, again, if, you know, Whitney Houston passing was a shock just because of how young she is, but giving her lifestyle, was it really a shock or was it just what everyone had expected to happen finally happened? Um, in the wrestling world, you know, we've dealt with a lot of wrestler deaths from um, drug overdose or, you know, other combination of um, similar results. And, and so they're, they're, I would say they're more disappointing than shocking. But I remember when, and Kevin, you can correct me on this, mm-hmm. did Roddy Piper and Dusty Rhodes pass away in the same, like within a few months of each other? It was within weeks, yeah. Dusty Wait, okay. in June, and, and Rowdy was in July. Yeah, so I was working in the TMZ building at the time. Um, I'd say in the building, not with TMZ, just for my own peace of mind. But <laughs> uh, but I remember like Kevin texting me, like, is this true? And because I was right there, I could verify that, well, I mean, just go to the website, that yes, they, they had passed. And, you know, both of those guys were not, as a kid, they were not what we would consider young, but as we get older, we realize they're a lot younger than we realize. Um, and, and you know, but you know, Piper's case, I'm, I don't know. I can't remember what the cause of death was, but you know, he had not had a, a clean, healthy lifestyle in his younger days. 
And Dusty, it just seems like a bad accident that uh, happened. So, yeah, it goes back to that shock factor of, you know, again, with Ultimate Warrior, because we had just seen him a couple of days earlier, it's shocking. But you look at Warrior and, and again, just uh, I'm going to put allegedly in air quotes, past lifestyle decisions probably led to his uh, early passing. And I'll let Kevin pick it up from there. Yeah, you know, and I, and I remember Dusty Rhodes. I, I was at a acupuncture appointment, and I, you know, came back to my phone, and there was a text from you, Chad, telling me about Dusty. And then with with Piper, someone had sent me a message on Facebook. It was before it was even like big time public, and that's why I messaged you because I knew that you might have a little more inclination of of what was going on, but. You know, the obvious, you know, to me, it doesn't minimize or, or take away when, when when we lose someone to, uh, you know, an overdose or to their lifestyle choices. It, you know, it, it is still sad. And I'm not saying that you guys weren't saying that by any means. But, um, you know, obviously, I think probably the most uh, tragic wrestling related death was that of Owen Hart um, because I was watching that night when that happened and so many fans were there live when it happened and it was so surreal um, and it, it truly was one of those moments that you know 20 plus years later wrestling fans are still talking about the world was talking about it for a very long time so um, you know I wouldn't I, I, I would say I'm probably a little bit more impacted than you guys uh, have said in, in your statements as far as, as when a celebrity dies or when a wrestler dies. You know, the last time I, I remember crying over a wrestler death would have been Bobby Heenan, which was about three years ago, um, just because of, of what he meant to me as, as uh, you know, and, and having the chance to have met him before, too. So um, but beyond that, you know, I, I do kind of take these deaths and, and you know, it 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 always makes me reflect more, you know, Kelly Preston, as Chad mentioned, she's uh, about 10 years older than me. And, I, you know, whenever there, I, and, I didn't know and, she was 75. <laughs> the, uh, and I can't remember his name, but the, the guy that, that passed away a couple days ago from Mythbusters, you know, he's two years older than me. So it's like when, when they start getting closer to your age, <laughs> it, it, it makes you take a little more stock in it. And, I, I think the ones that, I mean, it's one thing if they've, I mean, I, I well, what am I trying to say here? Uh, all right, time out. Organize your thoughts, Greg. Okay. Um, whether it's sudden with like a, you know, a Grant Imahara, or they've been battling an illness like Stuart Scott, or, you know, I think it, it is always more impactful when it's someone who, quote, you know, oh, they were so young or they were too young, uh, you know, and I'm not taking anything away from, uh, you know, the, you know, the 85, 90, 95 year olds, you know, when, when they pass because they obviously have had massive contributions either in some form to to the masses or certainly, you know, to, you know, their immediate circle, their immediate friends and family, things like that. Um, but I think when it's someone who, you know, quote, died too young, I think that's when, you know, like a Kobe Bryant, Chad, as you mentioned earlier, and that he he was 
just out of his basketball career and was doing the full-time dad stuff. And he just, you know, it just all got taken away. So I think, I think when it's, it's more, I said, I'm going to say the word jarring again, although I, I'm, you know, I wish I could find a different word for it, but, uh, uh, it, it rattles you more when it's a younger person, you know? I would agree with that. And I think, you know, for me personally, when it does come to a celebrity death or, or any type of death, really, I am, I, I think I'm not impacted by a celebrity death because I don't know the person. So I have a separation of, of emotion in that regard. But I do, you know, when I see someone who um, has committed suicide do, and then you find out that they had a history of mental health issues or, you know, bullying and that type, those deaths are, I think are impactful because not to say that necessarily that they're preventable, but, there are circumstances that lead more into um, what am I trying to say? It's, it's, I guess more of a personal choice, which sounds weird to say it that way. I hope you can understand what I'm trying to say. Like it's, it's something that could have been more preventable than say Kobe Bryant's helicopter accident. That's just a bad case of, of timing. Um, so I, you, you know, I think you take it back into, you know, you look at the cause of death and also said depends on how, how much of a fan of someone you are. You know, I, speaking of Kobe, I don't watch basketball. I, I'm not a Kobe fan. So other than the shock factor, um, I didn't care, but I saw, you know, especially living here in LA, all the murals that went up for Kobe, I saw all the news coverage and, and I can understand where the fans come from, but but I guess I don't have that emotional attachment to a lot of celebrities and, um, and I can go off on a whole nother tangent and topic that we'll say for another podcast about that. So, um, I'm not really sure what I was saying here other than death bad. Yep. Very nice way to, uh, to sum up all of our feelings. It, it's, it's unavoidable. As we mentioned, you know, it, it's going to get us all someday. Um, and uh, I don't know where we're at time-wise, but by golly, we hope uh, for you, the listener, that it's many years down the road and when all of your affairs are in order. Am I right? Is that safe to say? Hopefully. I, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. Or, I, you know, if your affairs aren't in order, you don't have to deal with them. I, uh, I, I not to get too far into it, but then, you know, you're leaving it, you're leaving certain issues on to the next generation if you're so inclined to have a next yeah. generation. So um, has there been maybe one in Chad, since you've kind of answered, answered this as far as, you know, not to, you know, not to shit on the dead, but uh, you know, there's not been any celebrity death since, since you didn't know them personally, but Kevin, has there been maybe one outside of wrestling that, you know, really, really got you when you, uh, when you heard the news that like, Oh, I really, maybe not, you know, maybe not brought you to tears or anything like that. But, you know, as they say on a uh, Hollywood Babylon, it's a, it's a big bucket of win, uh, you know, because of their body of work that you just really admired or something like that. You know, the first name that came to my mind when you, when you said celebrity deaths, uh, it was 30 years ago this year. Uh, it was Jim Henson. 
I was uh, in high school, and I remember we got out of school early that day because of uh, some issues that were going on at, at, at school. And I was at home. My mom had her soap opera on, and they broke in. ABC News broke in and, and delivered the news that, that Jim Henson had died. And, and that was another case of, you know, and I'm not even sure. I don't remember how old he was at the time, but he wasn't, you know, now looking at it, he was not old at all. Um, and it was unexpected. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't sick. It just was one of those things that happened. And, and, you know, just thinking of the, the impact that, that Jim Henson and the Muppets had on my childhood and the influences. And the, the, the one good thing I think when we lose a celebrity is the, the legacy that can take on and, and they're not gone. Uh, and we're able to, um, you know, continue on and, and remember and, and see their bodies of work. Uh, so yeah, in that regard, real quick, um, you know, 2016 was a year of like a celebrity death every week, it seemed. And I remember towards the end of 2016, you know, Carrie Fisher uh, passed away. And, and I remember seeing a lot of people being like, oh, it's a piece of my childhood dying. And I'm like, it's not though, because you're not a child now. And, you know, in this case, uh, Princess Leia, you can still go back and watch all of the good Star Wars films, and she's still there, and you can relive that childhood. But, you know, I, I can understand the sentiment of someone from your childhood passing. It's just not taking your childhood away from you because you still have those memories. So two things. Yeah. Uh, first, Kevin, uh, looking it up here, uh, Jim Henson was – I had the math in my head, and then I lost it. He was 53, 53 and um, I remember, so he died in, in 1990. I was eight. I was not quite eight, if, if you, again, just to show how much older Kevin is than me. Uh, and I <laughs> I still remember, like, the, the you know, them showing, I don't know if it was on PBS or it might have been on ABC or one of the networks, the funeral and Big Bird up there eulogized. Like, this is a fictional character. This is a, a, a member of Sesame Street. Uh, Carol Spinney, uh, who, you know, would have been uh, Big Bird from the very beginning up until very recently, uh, up there. And he had to, first of all, the if you don't know who Carol Spinney is, there used to be a uh, documentary about him. I think it was on Netflix. It might have switched to one of the other uh, streaming platforms, but uh, he had to eulogize one of his very best friends as a fictional character, as a character that kids had grown up with and had to do it, you know, without breaking down. So um, in front of a live, you know, worldwide audience, not just, you know, it's not something they could tape on Sesame Street and, and air later. I mean, he, so that's a massive, you know, uh, amount of intestinal fortitude, as good old Jr. would say. Um, and then Chad, as, as for you know, mentioning 2016, uh, you know, you can look at, you know, I, I did a quick Google right now. Was 2016 the you know 2016 celebrity or worst year for celebrity deaths or something like that? 2016, we lost Bowie, Ali, Prince. Carrie Fisher, and then they go on to say 2016 wasn't the worst year for celebrity deaths, and we'll prove it. I didn't read the article. I just, you know, wanted to see how far they could get. Um, 
But uh, I don't know. At the, at the end of the day, it's you know the, a creative person in some capacity. You know, somebody with some talent, with some skill, uh, who is recognizable at least. You know, if not nationally, possibly globally, when you talk about a Carrie Fisher or a Jim Henson, um, and they're not able to brighten the lives of, of others anymore. You know what I mean? They, they're not able to perform and they're not able to, uh, you know, bring smiles to, you know, the face of it. Like I look at, uh, the last or the, the rise of Skywalker and Carrie Fisher's performance in that. And I don't know how much of that, Chad, you might know how much of that was Carrie and how much of that was digital Carrie. I mean, I guess they had all of her stuff shot before. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it was all shot, and they just wrote the script around gotcha. what line she already read. Gotcha. Um, which is tough to do because, you know, that's tough. Um, but you know, and it was it was a perfectly fine. You could tell that was the end of of a an arc. You know, that was the end of a story that started in 1977. You know, and uh, she had been with uh, Star Wars fans through the generations, and. You know, you, you mentioned Jim Henson, whose creations are literally still with us and guiding our youth, you know, or, or you know, being there. Uh, you know, I don't think he created Elmo, but I know he, he created, uh, you know, that aspect. And, and we got HBO Max, you know, stumbled upon that. And so we have uh, Elmo's Not Too Late. Well, Greg, unfortunately, our time is up. So let's go enjoy life. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.